The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. All right, welcome in, Busted Open Nation. Here on a Saturday, it's time for the podcast edition of Busted Open Radio. We got a stacked show here for you. I am Ryan McKinnell. That is, of course, Mark Henry across the way. And, Mark, it wouldn't be a Saturday show, at least, uh, well, this specific Saturday, without talking uh, some SummerSlam, man. I, I, it's one of my favorite pay-per-views of the calendar year, Mark. And I, I know you talk about it a little bit in this episode. It's a very special pay-per-view to you as well. That's right. And you'll get to hear us analyze what we think is going to be the best. Not only match that we've seen, but the best match for this weekend. And speaking of the best, it's a Saturday show, Mark, and it wouldn't be a Saturday show without the best show of the week. Weekly winner, a little abbreviated this week, a little abbreviated because we got AEW Dynamite going down tonight, but we still still make our picks, so fans have to tune in for that as well. And, uh, Mark... (laughs) Listen, man, this is a, a, a treat to do the Saturday show because so often we have these great moments from Friday to come back and, and, and break down. We've been doing it throughout the year, and last night was no different. The debut of Thunderdome on SmackDown, and not just the debut of Thunderdome, Mark, a huge title change as well happening on SmackDown, and we take a deep dive into that as well here on this episode. Yeah, without, without a spoiler alert, um, if you didn't see the show last night, Just like Vince McMahon said, you'll never see it coming. You'll never see this coming. That's right. And what better way to leave it on that note? You'll never see it coming. Oh, and we also have some uh, information as well about our SummerSlam party that we're going to be doing on Busted Open here coming up tomorrow. So all you got to do is sit back, relax, click play. It is a huge weekend in professional wrestling. Let's let us kick it off here on Busted Open. Click play and let's get it going. Here we go. Uh, I want to get back to, to Battleground, and I want to get back to what we saw between, uh, well, it was the Intercontinental match between AJ Styles and Jeff Hardy. Mark, this is something that we've been talking about for a long time. We wanted to see uh, Jeff Hardy in a substantial feud. He has moved on from Sheamus in, in a very quick fashion, uh, attaining in, in what was a solid match last night, but in very quick fashion. Not a, not a lot of a chase in, in terms of the feud between AJ Styles. Uh, Jeff Hardy, new Intercontinental champion. It was a surprising moment. It was a fine moment. It was a good moment. What'd you think uh, about the title changing hands at SmackDown last night? Not SummerSlam, Mark, at SmackDown in a relatively quick fashion. Break it down for me. Talk about surprise entertainment. I, I right. was not expecting that. And I think that's kind of like the uh, where, where, where the time meets the road with the fan is to see Jeff and, and the way that he did it, too. Like to see Jeff be able to actually do a, a real finish to win. Yeah. There's no bells and whistles, no smoke and mirrors. Like it was pro wrestling at its finest. And we, we need more of that. 
I think that people are too stuck in this world of uh, this is, is this going to hurt me? Is 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 this going to set my career trajectory back or whatever? Squash all that shit and just go out there and give the fans exactly what they want. Yeah, and you're talking and we about got that uh, last night with Jeff and AJ. And, and you talk about a clean finish, right? Good match, clean finish, no shenanigans, no hijinks. You're going to have an AJ Styles-Jeff Hardy match? That's what I want to see. You know what I mean? That, that's what I want out of a match. Now, again, I'm a little surprised that it came uh, a couple of weeks into this feud. Mark, I know you said there's a surprise factor here. Um, you know, that said, I, I don't know what we're going to see at SummerSlam involving this, or if we're going to see anything. But I, I do get the feeling we're just seeing the beginnings of this feud. At least I hope so. Yeah, well, check this out. Okay. Imagine what's going to happen if that happened last night. Mm-hmm. Right before you get TakeOver and SummerSlam. You talking about the bar being set? The bar being set so high mm. that you get on SmackDown, you get a title change. Bro, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here on the edge of my seat like, oh, man, as a wrestling fan, because we're getting more than we was expecting. If anybody, I'm going to tell you, did, would you have thought in a million years that Jim Hardy was going to win last night? No, not last night. Not last Hell night. No. I, I, yeah, no, I thought, I thought you would have built no. into it. But, but it's like you said, and, and I know you know Vince. I don't know Vince. It, it, it's, is that him making a statement? Is that him saying to the rest of the locker room, okay, boys and girls, you saw what Friday brought you. Give me your absolute best because Jeff, Jeff, Jeff effing Hardy and AJ effing Styles just went out and had a, you know, and it wasn't a main event, but you get what I'm saying. They had a title match. Intercontinental. I see title match on SmackDown the weekend of uh, SummerSlam. He did the whole, I'll be a Huckleberry. <laughs> he went straight in there. Old school cowboy style. Let me change the narrative to make the fan really feel like anything can happen. And we always think in pro wrestling, anything can happen. But we also think about what's best for business. And last night, you would have thought that, you know, AJ Styles has been doing a good job, you know, leading leading the charge and being the heavy on the show and all of that. Remix. (laughs) And then you throw Jeff Hardy in there. And now, what are we? What am I expecting to? What am I expecting tomorrow night or tomorrow? What am I expecting on Sunday? My expectations have changed just in one day. In one day, my expectations have changed. So I'm looking forward to what's going to happen, but not knowing if it's going to be what I thought it was already. I, I'm, I'm com- completely confused. Well, this is why I love doing this show. One of many reasons why I love doing this show, because I got my little rundown here, right? Pull back the curtain. I've got my little sections and what we get to. We're not going to get to all of it. I'm, I'm, I'm well aware of that. But in that, section, in, that, in that section, I've got something written down about, you know, well, why did this happen at SmackDown and not SummerSlam, right? Because this felt like you've got AJ Styles, you've got Jeff Hardy, you've got the Intercontinental title. And as we talk about SummerSlam, my favorite match, maybe I'm not going to say in history, but it's my favorite SummerSlam match ever. And it is a Bret Hart match. And no, it's not Bulldog. It's Mr. Perfect in 1991 for the IC title, right? So 
when when you have that IC title, it's SummerSlam weekend. You have Jeff Hardy and you have AJ Styles. Why not do that at SummerSlam? That was my whole thing. Why not do that at SummerSlam? And damn it, you gave me a really good reason as to why you don't do that at SummerSlam. You do it on SmackDown. You do it on Fox. You do it for the national TV audience, but you do it also for the boys and the girls in the back to set that bar and to and to and to lead that pace, right? If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music, plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. A lot of people think you need a car to enjoy SiriusXM, but you don't. You can listen outside the car. Right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Just go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. You can listen on your phone, at home, and online. That's SiriusXM.com busted. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. The landscape of pro wrestling is evolving, which means more options for fans. So many activities! Mark Henry and Ryan McKinnell are here to answer the difficult questions. What was the best show this week? You ain't first, you're last. The week's over, so get over. This is the Busted Open Weekly Winner. All right, Busted Open Nation, you hear the music, you know what time it is. It is hour two here on a weekend edition of Busted Open, and that means it is time for our weekly winner, Mark, where we give the best show in professional wrestling in the week that was. All right, Mark. Now, this is a little unconventional, right? I mean, we got AEW Dynamite coming up tonight. We don't have a full uh, weekly winner to get to, but we could do like a... I don't know, like a WWE weekly, weekly winner light. Yeah, weekly winner light. I like it. And listen, we got plenty to get to. So maybe a little bit of an unconventional weekly winner, but we do got some shows that we can pick from. Uh, I'm going to let you go first, man. We had a we had an interesting week. Obviously, you know, Thunderdome kicks off last night. That's a big leg up as far as I'm concerned. I mean, <laughs> when you talk about Raw, Impact, or NXT, you're looking up at uh, a pretty you know, large behemoth in terms of the production and what we experienced last night on Fox. But hey, man, maybe you're going to swerve me. What did you think? Who was your weekly winner? You know what, man? I I really did think that uh, Monday Night Raw was good. Uh, Once again, uh, Apollo Crews actually stepped into a spot where he garnered attention away from the Hurt Business and um, to, to see... Uh, the women, I, I really enjoyed watching Bianca Belair do the things that she did. Um, she really made me proud with doing, uh, there was a time probably, I think it was 2008 or 2005, somewhere in there, where I caught Mark Jindrak uh, from, the, from the top rope to, to the floor. Okay. He's a 270-pound man. It was the catch was impressive, but I ran him into the post and kind of did him like I did Seamus, where I just threw him into the barricade. I didn't run him through the barricade, but it was one of those catch, run into the post, and then throw him into the wall. And Bianca Belair, she caught Selena Vega in a way that it was she was actually out in front and people didn't realize she had to gather her up and absorb that energy. And then she gave her the world's strongest. And I felt like a dad, that kid did something special. And then they went, hi, dad. And they waved, hi, mom. I felt 
oh man, it, I felt really, really good. And it was emotional uh, for me. And, and, and I, I'm not going to let the emotion of it get in the way of my analysis, but I thought that it was really, really cool. And uh, uh, it was cool to see um, the Street Profits get into it and be serious for a change. Yeah. They, they play around so much that sometimes you don't take them seriously, if that makes any sense. And I know it's pro wrestling and, you know, I've been sexual chocolate before, so I, I'm one before, not the, well, no, you're sexual I can't chocolate preach, now. Yeah, be no, serious all the time. You're still sexual chocolate. Come on now, Mark. Brother, they 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 had that that look on their face. They had that passion, like I want to get back at you. You tried to you tried to hurt me. You could have killed me. You know, like they really went after it. And um I thought that the show was 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 good and it and it moved, it flowed well. The uh it was really good to see the underground. Uh, the underground moved along, moved the show along as well. Uh, we got to see Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler kind of, you know, it was it was one of those old school heel moves. Yeah, come on, I'm gonna kick your ass. Let's go, let's go. Nah, not tonight. <laughs> and I just popped. I hey, popped so big. That was something so small. Mark, that's a great point. You say popping something so big for something so small. That was a simple, well done uh, uh, little bit of business right there that for the first time I I dropped my guard in terms of feeling a certain way about underground where I just reacted as a natural segment to WWE television. And that's what they want. So mission accomplished. It was, it had me, it had me a little bit, which was, I'm not going to say it had me like I wasn't, you know, uh, two inches from the TV, my heart beating extra fast, but I I paid attention. I paid attention. And it clearly, so Maybe there is something with underground. I'm not saying I'm coming around, but I, but Mark, again, mission accomplished on some level there. So I, I yeah, see what you yeah. saw. I see what you saw there. Yeah. yeah. And, and and I don't expect for underground to be MMA. Right. I, that's not, that, I look at it from an entertainment standpoint. I, I like seeing the representation of the four horsewomen. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there, there was a lot to that. Uh, man, just... Uh, watching Dolph Ziggler get thrown into the into the crowd, um, man, that was impressive. Like there was a lot of things that I, I really liked about Underground. I think Shane is is like that used car salesman <laughs> that's trying to sell you a beat up Yugo. And it's sick. It it's sick, bro. Cars. You need the, you need this car. It's sick. <laughs> you need this car. You can't live without this car. And, <laughs> It was. It, I, I'm really loving that, and yeah. uh, I'm, I'm gonna go. Even though the, the the main event and everything that came with it, you know, was to sell that show. Uh, you know, Shawn Michaels, and I'm not bitching about Shawn Michaels not staying down um, because he's Shawn Michaels. It, 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 it didn't hurt anything. It just it could have been better, but that's in life. That's life as well as art. Like we all do better. We were talking about humanizing stuff during the break. Like you, sometimes you got to let your boss know, Hey, I'm, I'm a human being. You know, I have a family, I have kids, I have people that love me and I'm willing to put all that down 
to make sure that my work is sound and that you're proud and happy with my job. But that's a whole nother conversation. But the emotion of wrestling was good on Raw. And we criticize sometimes that it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't hit us right sometimes. That Raw can be kind of too entertaining and not enough old school wrestling. And I, we got some old school wrestling on Raw. Uh, NXT, once again, NXT was NXT. Um, the matches were great. Uh, I really enjoyed seeing Cameron Grimes. Uh, he was like that little annoying thing on Star Wars that, you know, when Jabba the Hutt was, you know, really putting Luke and, and everybody through the paces. And all of a sudden he's he's sitting up there <laughs> and just being just goofy. And and then you know you get Velveteen and you know, like I mean it just it, it was beautiful. It was beautiful the way there was so much, it was it was gumbo. And and I always have to make stuff. I was just gonna say, yes, man, he brought, he brought, he brought <laughs> I like food and, 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 and but I I love the mixture of all the ingredients that made NXT NXT this week. Hey, uh, get it, real quick. What was that laugh like again in Star Wars next to Jabba the Hutt? <laughs> that's, that's pretty accurate. It's pretty accurate. I, I, can see, I can see the ears. I can see the ears right now. I can see the yeah. face. <laughs> well done. Well Man, done. I, I, listen, I've watched Star Wars a thousand times. I, that's one of the things that I always look forward to is to hear that little creature laugh like that. Oh, um, anyway, um, the, the 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 girls on NXT are a lot more serious and a lot more snug. And, and you know what, Robert, the 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 the, the Robert. Uh, God, now I can't. I'm. I'm what, what's Robert's brand? Um, oh. Stone brand. Robert Stone. I was thinking Robert. I was thinking Robert Strong. I was like, no, you're mixing Roddy Strong and yes, the Robert Stone brand. Robbie Stone brand. Yes. Like, I'm really liking um, Mercedes Martinez entrance. Yeah. And him coming down and um, like Eo Sarai, uh, not. Boy, I have really. It's all right. Been, You've, you, it's all right. You've had no sleep. I'm, I'm, I'm running off lows. I'm like just a, a, a really, really shallow end of sleep. But to be able to watch the matches with the women lately on NXT has been more hard hitting. Yeah. And, and I'm like, oh, shit. I'm reacting because I'm like, I, I don't want to see the lady get hurt. But I realized that the lady is a wrestler. <laughs> and they're supposed to be tough. They're supposed to hit people. And they're supposed to get hit. And I really respect that element of NXT. The women, I think, hit each other harder than the men do. And, um, you know, going into the pay-per-view, going into the finish, and 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 them setting up everything for what we're going to see on Saturday, and you see Thick Boy standing there holding the title. He looked good holding the title. He looked like a champion. They they built him up in the last. 
couple of weeks to really shine him as what he would look like as a champion on NXT. And I, I, I really enjoyed NXT. And last night, it's, it's really hard not to like uh, the Thunderdome. You have a show with Vince McMahon on it. You have a show with The Fiend. Like, um, the, the, the main event, uh, having uh, Jeff Hardy and AJ Styles and Sheamus and Big E, you talk about beating the hell out of each other, they beat each other, bro. They beat each Big E splash Sheamus. I was, did, did, I'm glad, I'm glad you caught that. Because yeah. did, did that look like you're talking? Okay, so uh, Mark's referencing like Big E smash, uh, uh, body splash, half off the apron. The one he does yeah. on the outside to Sheamus. It looked like that landed a little stiff. Like Sheamus looked a little messed up. Man, that looked stiff. That moon. <laughs> I thought his head was going to fly off. Yeah, for real. <laughs> it was, I, I bet Sheamus it. turned it yeah. around and kicked him and turned him up and started beating him across his chest. And I, Seamus was hitting him as hard as a human being could hit another person. They were just like, <laughs> it was, man, they, they, they let it all hang out. And even the retribution at the beginning of that match and having a representation of the whole locker room yeah. uh, come down, I, I, I would have to give uh, my weekly winner uh, to SmackDown. As much as I love uh, NXT and and what I saw, I thought that more went into it, and just just the emergence of, of Vince McMahon, which we haven't seen uh, probably in the whole pandemic, has uh, got to count for something. Yeah, I think uh, actually, Mark, I can tell you the last time we saw Vince, uh, Triple H night. Yep. So it was at the very, 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 very start of the pandemic. Pretty much. Uh, we went from, from that to this now, uh, I, uh, first of all, I'm in agreement. Um, I, I can save the time. We don't really need to get into it. I thought, uh, SmackDown was the best show of the week. Uh, again, minus AEW Dynamite, which we'll get to. That's going on tonight. Uh, I just thought, you know, when you're when you're debuting Thunderdome and you have Jeff Hardy went in there and Continental title over AJ Styles, it just it was again it was brand a two hour show. Yeah, brand new champ. Um, it just it just felt like uh, the better show. Like what you're hearing? Catch Busted Open live weekdays from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation Channel 156. Or on demand with the SiriusXM app. I think back to some of the great matches of the past. I already uh, brought up my my favorite match of all time. One of my favorite matches. Certainly my favorite SummerSlam match of all time. Uh, Bret Hart, Mr. Perfect in 91. Then he had, uh, I think, um, he had Hart and Bulldog. Uh, Mark, for recent memory, one of my more enjoyable uh, SummerSlam moments, uh, a match that I was at, John Cena CM Punk number two in Los Angeles, which was coming off the money in the bank match, uh, which Nash came out. Kevin Nash came out of the crowd at the end and kind of like was looking to add to the summer of punk. It didn't exactly go that way, but the match itself between Cena and punk, that was awesome. Lots of great memories from SummerSlam. You yourself said that your career is tied to SummerSlam in a very real way. And Mark, as we head into uh, the next 24 hours, obviously going down tomorrow night, uh, there are going to be a lot of other careers that are tied to SummerSlam. So it's a very exciting time. When you look at this uh, list, maybe outside of Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton, what match are you most looking forward to? I mean, obviously we got Strowman and Wyatt. We got the added stipulation between Rose 
and Deville. We got the couple of the uh, ladies, uh, the ladies, uh, excuse me, women's uh, title matches with Oscar, obviously taking on Banks and Bailey. Got Dom and Ray, or excuse me, Dom and uh, Seth. There's just so much good stuff on this card outside again of that championship match between McIntyre and Orton, which I think uh, is probably for a lot of people their most exciting match. I'm just curious, what are you most looking forward to as a fan? You know, man, it's really simple, man. I want to see what's going to happen with Oscar and mm. Bailey and Sasha. Uh, I think that Oscar should lose both. And on Monday, Oscar should beat Sasha. And then on Friday, she beats Bailey. And they go into the Knicks the next show losing and then now she grabs a hold of Shayna Baszler and becomes oh. a tag and then they take the titles off of them off the take the tag titles off of okay. and now those girls will be angry and wanting to kill people to get their titles back maybe and kill I think themselves it would make for, they, yes they will start to like be very catty at each other yeah. And it was your fault that I lost my title. No, it was your fault that I lost my title. And now you're the one that got pinned and caused us to lose the tag title. Oh, that's the straw that broke the camel's back. Well, we saw it last night, Mark, on uh, uh, on Thunderdome on SmackDown. Uh, uh, Sasha Banks quite happy that Bailey <laughs> is going to have to face Oscar first. So it's clearly that uh, the WWE is working on telling that story. So yeah, it might be happening um, a little bit sooner rather than later. All right, Mark, I want to get your picks and predictions, and we're going to have more of this obviously coming up tomorrow on the SummerSlam. Busted open SummerSlam party. Run it again, down, baby. Run it down. If you want to register for that. Busted Open SummerSlam party and join all of us here on the show. Join the party, converse, and hear more about the thoughts of this big event. All you got to do is head over to SiriusXM.com slash SummerSlam to register. Big Show, Natty, Street Profits, Mark Henry, Bully Ray, Tommy Dreamer, Dave LaGreca, everybody, Ryan McKinnell, Match Game with RJ City, Ron Funches, so much more. And of course, Mark, it wouldn't be a SummerSlam party here on Busted Open without a few surprises. So make sure for everybody to go out there and check out that good stuff. Now, as we talk about what, 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 what? I was going to have to hit you with something else too. Okay. I, I really do want to see what Dominic is going to do against yeah. Seth Rollins. Yeah. That like was my I, next. I, yeah. I, I can't not act like I'm not interested in that when I really am. Uh, I'm just more interested in <laughs> Oscar. Do you think, and I'm glad you brought up Dominic and Seth. Do you think, because there's been a lot of talk and conjecture back and forth in terms of what's going to happen with this relationship. Uh, a lot of people think that the, that the story might go with Ray, or I should say Dominic turning on Ray and joining Seth, or potentially Ray turning on Dominic. Maybe, I mean, I can see it going either way, right? Like I could see Ray go after Dominic in a sort of a fatherly, like, I tried to tell you that this wasn't the path for you. I wanted something better for you. Now you're seeing how real it is. I'm the realness. I'm your nightmare. Papa's here to show you that this isn't a game. I'm a legend. And I'm going to like, similarly to like what Randy did to Rick. Right. Like I'm doing this for you or maybe Brandy to edge. Maybe that's a better example. I'm doing this for you. I'm sending you back to where you belong. I'm sending you home. Uh, Dominic, you don't belong here. I try to tell you this. You don't belong here. Do, do you think we get any of that? 
you know, tomorrow at SummerSlam? Man. I don't know. I, I don't. I, I hope not. I hate family squabbles. <laughs> I don't it's like 2020. Family, right? It's 2020. Let's keep everybody happy. <laughs> no more, no more sadness. No more troubles. I like it. I like it. All right. So no more sadness. So let's talk about. So let's talk about the fiend and Braun Strowman because that's not terrifying. Uh, listen, man. We we didn't even really get into the end of SmackDown last night. Obviously, uh, the big brawl. Braun Strowman uh, finding the Firefly Funhouse, breaking that down, and then taking it out into the arena. First of all, uh, before we get to the match, what did Braun Strowman and Seth Rollins know about the Firefly Funhouse? They don't, I feel like they, they've got like a GPS that leads to the Firefly Funhouse. They're the only ones that know the location. Uh, I, but it, I digress. It was, uh, it was pretty well done. So what do you think happens as we talk about pretty well done? What do you think happens in this final salvo between these two? Is this the end of the road? And who do you think comes out victorious? Wow. Uh, I, it's, it's, it's one of those head scratchers. You just, you know, I, 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 I can't call it. I, I'm, I'm excited about seeing it, but I think if I had to pick and it was just, is, you know, you asking me for my, for my pick, then, um, I say Braun. So you, I, I want, I want there to be more growth. I want to be able to see things go differently, and it, and it don't have to have a finish for me. Yeah. So as you talk about not having a finish, to me, that would lend my mind to Alexa Bliss. Do we see Alexa Bliss somehow interjecting herself into this story? Most definitely. If you don't, it's a wasted opportunity. Yeah. You almost have to. And- and also, I uh, uh, was to say, um, also absent from SmackDown last night, which I feel like kind of leads, uh, lends some credence to the fact that she shows up on SummerSlam because you almost want a, a little bit of a smoke and mirrors to make you forget that she's actually involved in the storyline. Just a little bit, just a little bit, just a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, you, you miss a big opportunity if you leave her out. Yeah, I agree. I expect to see Alexa Bliss in some shape, form, or fashion. I guess the question would be, though, Mark, is is what side is she going to be on? And that's where we tune in. Is she going to help Ron? Is she going to help The Fiend? That is the struggle. Now, it gets very interesting as we talked about it, Mark. Uh, added stipulation, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville. Um, obviously, the, 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 the situation this week with the home invasion and how scary that was, it's really unfortunate. Obviously, it's really unfortunate. Um, just from a, a human standpoint, it's scary. And, and Sony's going to be dealing with this, I would imagine, for quite some time. It's not something that really, you know, leaves your, your psyche. But it's unfortunate also from a from a booking standpoint, just because, Mark, this feud, I really felt like was getting, you know, serious legs. It was starting to get really interesting. I hope it delivers on Sunday. It started happening. Yeah. Yeah. Real live so. creepiness. Yeah, I feel bad for. I, I mean, I'm gonna be praying for. Yeah, for sure. But the match itself, Mark, it's got the added stipulation: loser leaves town. Right? There is real emotion between these two. Uh, Sonya did her damnedest last night on SmackDown to come out and to, and to, and to cut a hell of a promo yeah. and to try to make you forget about the 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 headlines really this week because they were headlines. That was a mainstream story. What do you think plays out? 
between this story, between these two? Who, who do you think is is leaving WWE now with this added stipulation? Oh, man. Um, I, as much as it hurts me to say it, I hope that it's, it's Sonya because I just love seeing Mandy and Otis, man. Like that. <laughs> That's like the at the end of the week, the day is, you know, it's been a long week and I get to turn it on and laugh and smile. And that, and wow. that's entertaining to me. So, yeah, I'd have to go with Mandy and, and Otis. Well, I'm glad you brought up our boy Otis and he obviously tied into Mandy. We didn't really see a lot of Otis. And oh, yeah, Mark, as we talk about absence, making the heart grow a little bit fonder. Uh, we haven't seen Otis. We haven't seen that briefcase. We haven't seen that briefcase. Mm. We haven't seen that briefcase. Vince, 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 Vince out there saying you'll never see it coming. I, I'm not saying that that's necessarily in reference to the, the briefcase, but could we be in line for a potential Otis cash? Could we? Could we? Hmm. Very, very interesting. Very interesting. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.